Well, hello, and thanks very much for joining the Snooker Social Podcast. I'm Martin, and it's certainly been a lovely day, in fact, a lovely week here in Glasgow, and hopefully wherever you are as well. That's the best you're getting, though, from my small talk, bit of uh, classic bus stop chat for you there. Never mind, it gets a bit better, hopefully. This uh, this is the Snooker Social Podcast. There is a bit to catch up on this week uh, since the lockdown special that I offered you last week. I'll get to that in a second, but first, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate all your feedback, your emails and social media messages, uh, particularly over the last few days. Uh, snookersocial at outlook.com is the email address and it's at snookersocial for Twitter and Instagram if you want to message me there. Now Judy on Twitter says that our episodes are too short and crispy. Crispy. She knows that it's uh, intentional that, uh, but she's not happy about it. So um, Judy, look, it's certainly something I'll keep under review. I suppose listening to podcasts, it's a big time commitment. So we're trying to offer bite-sized episodes that take up no more than 10 minutes of your time. But I do get that if there's to be a bit more de- d- debate, a bit of in-depth chat, then more time might be needed. So we're offering something different, but let's see how it goes, Judy, and we'll revisit that at a later date. But thank you very much for the suggestion. Uh, great news announced on Wednesday that new provisional dates have been agreed for the World Championship. That's obviously subject to what happens next in terms of government restrictions. Starting on the 31st of July with the final scheduled for the 15th and 16th of August, so that would be the Saturday and the Sunday instead of the Sunday-Monday. So look, hats off to World Snooker, the broadcasters and the Crucible Theatre for doing everything that they can to secure a championship this year. You know a lot of work goes into securing these slots. You can't just click your fingers and it all comes together. There's so much to consider when you're pulling an event together and something uh, as huge as this uh, is in another ballpark completely so World Snooker Tour they're very clear that the dates are set f- a- a- as, they've, as they've announced this week but other options might be needed nearer the time whether that be reducing the audience numbers or holding the event behind closed doors or even pushing the event back further into the year again they're doing all they can in exceptional circumstances and I think we have to welcome that. They're, they're giving it every chance and that's all you can really ask for, even as difficult as it may seem at the moment that, that anything might be possible. So if you're, a, if you're a ticket holder, your tickets are now valid for the same sessions on the new dates and the Crucible should be getting in touch with you or see tickets wherever you got your tickets. They'll be getting in touch with you uh, to confirm the details and whether you still want your tickets or not. If you do want a refund, they will give you one. But if you do hang on to the tickets and the event doesn't go ahead, your tickets will be transferred over to the 2021 event instead. So obviously that wouldn't be great, but at least it would be something to look forward to. Now before this week's announcement, I asked Twitter users for some thoughts on what should happen around tour cards and rankings cut-off points should the World Championship not take place. So, just to set the scene a bit, the top 64 ranked players at the end of the snooker season, they're safe on the professional tour. They'll be there again next season, regardless of whenever that starts. There are 35 players who are on the first year of a two-year card now, so they're safe because they will go into the second year of their tour card. 
if my math serves me correctly, that means that there are 29 players left. Four of those will be confirmed as the best performers of this season uh, among those 29. That leaves 25 players who will definitely lose their cards. Are you still with me on that? Uh, I know it's a bit a bit to take in. Um, so this is where there might be a bit of debate, or at least something for World Snooker and the WPBSA to think about, because it is quite important. The World Championship points, by far, are the most sought after, as they can be career-changing. So anyone who reaches the Crucible stages, that's the last 32, is guaranteed 20,000 ranking points at the very least. That's enough to change a poor season into a, a very decent effort and more than a few tour cards have been saved in Sheffield over the years, whether it be at qualifying or at the Crucible itself. The big thing this year, if the 2020 Championship doesn't happen, do the 2018 points still come off everyone's tallies or should World Snooker Tour put something in place as a temporary measure for next season? So there is some good news here. Luo Honghao, he's currently world number 65, he's due to move up to 62 after the 2018 cutoff. So that would save his tour card. And then you've got Joe O'Connor, he would jump from 66 to 63. So it suits those guys. But then in the other direction, you've got 1997 world champion, the much-loved BBC snooker commentator, it's Ken Doherty. And he's about to drop from 64 to number 70. In the world now, Ken may yet be saved by the, the the invitational tour card status that the likes of James Watanat and Jimmy White currently enjoy, but that remains to be seen. You've also got Michael Georgiou, the twenty eighteen shootout champion. He's going to drop from sixty three to sixty six, without getting the chance to compete for these absolutely vital points. So, I must stress here that at the moment there's no argument. This is all hypothetical, but I do think that talented professionals losing their place in the tour it could be a bit a bit harsh if uh, if if that's the way it goes down. Of course, the players have had a full one three quarters or one and four fifths, however you want to look at it, seasons. But with the China Open and the Worlds, that's huge. That's huge points that that are not going to be played for, and it would be a shame to lose out like that. But as you would expect, given the fantastic sportsmanship that still exists in snooker, the players themselves are willing to accept the outcome, whatever that may be. And Michael Georgiou, for example, he told me in a quote that Given my results over the last season, except for the German Masters, I deserve to lose my tour spot and have to do Q school again. Well, thanks for that, Michael. And, and you know, I, I do expect that sort of response from the players, given that they have tremendous respect for, for others professionals on the tour but you know there's a very fine line here now as snooker fan Kyle Cutwood points out on Twitter he says that if you lose out over the sake of say 150 quid when you didn't get to play in two of the biggest tournaments that would be harsh and world snooker need to make some sort of arrangement well thanks for that Kyle and I, I, I absolutely agree Michael White is another player who is set to lose his professional status and he's another one that the Tour would certainly be sorry to lose. He's a former Indian Open and Paul Hunter Classic winner. Michael says that, and I quote again, anything is possible, 31,000 points I've lost, which I can't defend. It's fair though, and that's important, isn't it? He says it's fair. 
So thanks to Mike, Michael White and Michael Georgiou for that. And just to repeat again, this is all hypothetical. Should the Worlds not go ahead, it's you know a scenario that World Snooker certainly do need to plan for. And World Snooker have also told me that, and I quote, all of these issues are under consideration by WST and WPBSA, and there are discussions ongoing to find the best solutions. Obviously, our preference is to play the World Championship, and we intend to do so if government advice allows, but all scenarios are being looked at. So thanks to World Snooker 2 for that, and quite frankly, you can't ask for much more than that at this stage. But with livelihoods and careers at stake, those backup plans could be really important, so it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of that. But good news this week, so let's let's rest on that. And for UK listeners, uh, just a quick word for the BBC's Crucible Classics show every afternoon on BBC2. There's also a snooker vodcast, Vodcast with Andy Goldstein every evening at 6.30 on Eurosport and that's followed by a classic match chosen by the Eurosport viewers. So look, there is a real cause for celebrations this week. Us snooker fans, we can pin our hopes on the an August World Championship and for now that's what I'm going to cling on to and maybe you will too. But in the meantime, thanks very much for listening and for your support. And don't forget that all your feedback is greatly appreciated, as is any bus stop chat about the weather or anything else. But for now, take care. Bye-bye.